Welcome, everyone, to the Out of Context podcast for March 28th and year of our Lord, 2023. I am your host this time around, Walker AC, and to you, my friends, yes, you are my friends. This is a show about everything and nothing. We're going to provoke thought, humor, everything in between, give you fun little subtle facts like uh, the aroma of wine can arouse both men and women. The sense of many wines um, are believed to replicate human pheromones, the chemical substances that cause behavioral responses in humans. So this is why I like my Merlot. Ha ha. See? Versus your, your own little weird drinks that you have there. The person I'm talking to, of course, is my co-host of the hour, the Tower of Power, the one who you know loathes my existence, but she does this show because you know she's being compensated for it. Ashley Majestic. Hi, Ashley. How are you doing? I am confuzzled right now because you said I'm being compensated. How? Like, where's where's the payment? Where's the dinero? Oh, it's there. I mean, it's in your contract. Check your spam. It's there. How's it going with you? Uh, everything's good. I have made a horrifying discovery. Uh, I looked in the mirror uh, the day before yesterday. Just, you know, because I pulled my hair back into, you know, a bun, and lo and behold, I saw new gray hairs. I mean, I had some gray hairs coming in last, a little bit into last year, but I noticed like a strand, and then a few other ones were up here, and I'm like, oh, that's fun. Uh, so, you know, uh, going through a crisis of my mortality uh, as I grow closer to 30, I... I knew this was going to happen because I get a lot of my physical appearance, especially texture here from my dad's side, and my dad had a lot of gray. So, you know, it's coming to terms with me, starting to get gray hair, and I can also now identify as Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> because it's the flavor you can see. Oh, my Oh, You thought about that, didn't you? You really put some thought into that. And oh, really? And here I was, going to welcome you to the Gray Hair Club. I've had a gray patch since I was 16 years old. And okay, that's different. Being That's different that you are already young and you get gray. It, that's different. It's like, okay, you don't have that mortality feeling of, oh, gosh, I am getting old. No, you're just 16 and weird. You had to add in the weird part. Thanks. Yeah. I, I appreciate yeah, that. And, of course, this is another week. The show is you and I today, so, I mean, we'll have that much clutter, and hopefully we'll try to stay on topic. Now, before we got started, before we hit record, you said you wanted to mention something, and I escaped me what it was, because we had a couple things that we're going to talk about, but you said, nope, we're going to save it to the podcast. Oh, yeah, but you don't drink uh, energy or anything caffeinated that's good for your soul because you don't believe it's good for you. Well, number one, I mean, having a soul is debatable. Number two, I just never tried it. Now, for those of you who haven't listened to the show before, I don't drink anything caffeinated. I don't drink soda, don't drink coffee, monster, and none of that stuff. Long story short, I tried a soda when I was 12 years old. It was a Coke, I guess. I didn't like the carbonation. I never drank it again. Just never had a taste for it. Never liked it. My uh, former used to have big gulps sitting on her side of the, the bed, her nightstand, repeatedly. Wake up in the morning, you see half, you know, drank big gulps and stuff like that. It was so much sugar and dye and stuff like that. It just never really appealed to me. I took a sip of a Sprite on accident when I thought it was a cup of water. And yeah, the carbonation just burned my throat. And I don't understand how anybody can drink that stuff. So, I, I, I can kind of understand about your part of carbonation. I'm not a soda drinker. I, I don't like soda. Uh, I gave them I gave up soda when I was a teenager because I was the type of teenager that I drank soda. Pimples everywhere. So, I ended up going cold turkey on soda. Um, I'm the, I was the, uh, the stereotypical southern kid where Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew all day, every day. So, uh, yeah, and the taste of carbonation is not my most fun thing, but I do drink my energy drinks like Red Bull, uh, a couple other things here and there, but I can't, I can't, like, when it's actually drinking straight from a can, it's worse for me because that carbonation, it has, like, that acidity to it that I don't like, and it takes me longer to drink it or eventually turns flat and warm, and I just can't enjoy it, and I waste it. 
So if I drink an energy drink or anything with carbonation, which is for the most part an energy drink, I had to drink it through a straw because it's it's different the way it goes down, I guess, the, the way to explain it. But, but what about coffee? Co- coffee. Now, interesting thing about that is, and you'll agree to this, working in a gas station that does coffee, the smell is nice. The smell of coffee is tremendous. Still had no interest in trying it because I've seen everybody get a humongous in coffee and dump tons of creamer into it, tons of sugar into it, tons of just whatever they want to into coffee, and then they drink it. And I've asked people, what does coffee taste like? And they would say it's just water seemingly with food coloring in it and a different smell until you add in all these chemicals and a mixture of stuff into it to drink it and it tastes halfway decent. It just never... No, 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 no. That's... The, I, I don't... That's people that are used to drinking gas station coffee, for one. Like, you're... Like, our experience from gas station coffee is not the way... The foothold you want with an uh, opinion for coffee, for one. Um, coffee is actually really good. You can drink it straight. Like, you don't need to add any sugar or cream. There's people that just drink it straight. There's different types of blends um, that you could just honestly... Just drink it as it is once you brew it. Drink it. Some of it's like there's bold, medium, lights. You've seen that from when we would make the coffees. Uh, there's different blends. But the coffee, it, I used to not be a coffee drinker simply because I didn't like hot drinks and I didn't think I could ever find a coffee that I liked. And so there is coffees I like nowadays. It can be a cold, you can have iced coffee uh, or espresso, uh, like an iced espresso hot um, or coffee itself it's really finding what works for you um and so i ended up finding coffee like a hot coffee and cold coffees i found ones that work for me i don't like them super sweet i can't my husband's the type where he can drink coffee black but he also will pour in half of a canister of sugar in it if he wants to so it's really having your own taste preference to it but it's really not water with like food coloring and adding chemicals it's it's not like that it that's a terrible terrible example someone gave you well i mean i thought about drinking coffee one of these days i mean now i'm in my you know in my late 40s and you know you will see people come into the store in the morning get their coffee and stuff like that to get their day started get their energy drinks it just never appealed to me. I never have a taste for it. It's one of these, the old adage of, you know, you don't know until you try. I just never had a desire for it. Now, what about energy drinks for you? I mean, are you a big energy drink kind of person? Or what are your thoughts on the Red Bull and Monster and stuff like that? I am an uh, energy drink person. But I don't go crazy. I'm not the person that has to chug a bunch of cans of energy drinks a day. I like to do in moderation because they can lead to heart attack and other health problems. Everyone's body is different how they adjust these things, and they are full of sugar and other stuff they add to the energy drinks. Um, I will drink Red Bull. Sometimes I will drink Rain, Celsius, but Celsius is going through some type of lawsuit right now, so I'm kind of avoiding it. And like I try to stick to like zero sugar type energy drinks. Uh, I've been trying different ones. Uh, because I'm on a diet, and I, I do drink coffee, but I don't rely on coffee that much. And what I do is in the mornings, I drink water and orange juice. Like, I'll have a glass of orange juice and drink water. I uh, Up to lunch, and then after lunchtime is when the day starts dragging. I have food in me, and I'm tired. Then I'll drink a small energy drink, and that's kind of about what I do. But for the most part, on the weekends, not really. So it's kind of like a, I'm a moderation type of person so and there's people that like again they live and breathe energy drinks and that's that's you but this is the reason i want to hold off on this conversation until the podcast it's because you made the comment that you make your own energy <laughs> and my comment to that is sir at your age you're not able to put out as much energy as you could like every year it that energy that battery is slowly dying, my guy. You need something to kind of help you. It could be, it could be drugs or it can be caffeine. Your choice. I don't judge. Well, I mean, I tried black tar heroin, but that really didn't do the trick. I mean, it's maybe really itchy. 
Now, for you to assume that, you know, due to my ripe old age, that I need a little energy supplement, but, um, Missy, I, uh, I have natural energy for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. You know, for example, working overnights at a previous job, I'd work at what, 9.30 at night till 7 in the morning, and I wouldn't be tired. You know, of course, I drink my water and stuff like that, but I never drink anything else. I never needed energy bars or energy drinks. I just had natural energy. Um, and all my people that I work with had to rely on that stuff. And it just never got me. And even now, at my age, I wake up 6.30 in the morning, 7 in the morning, get up, pop up, and I'm ready to go for the day. You know, I mean, now, granted, I get tired around 10 o'clock and whatnot, as you young kids stay up all night. Um, I don't know. I know. I never really needed anything to get me going. So, here's the next thing. is okay, when you basically live your entire life without caffeine, that's, that's one thing. Your body is adjusted to it and doesn't have a dependency on it. But my next thing is where you're like, oh, it's full of sh all this sugar and sweetness and all these things that aren't good for you. And this is coming from a guy that was addicted to apple fritters for a good amount of time that I worked with him. No, I never said it wasn't hypocritical. Never said that. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you own up to it, but I was sitting here that if you could see my face, mm -hmm. I'm like, um, I was very curious. I'm like, this, 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 something two plus two is not equaling six to me right now. We, we, we each had our vices. Come on. We had our vices. Yes, apple fritters, they were extremely horrible, you know, for your health. But, and in my, in my defense, and really no defense, we do so much moving around in that place, so much running around, so much bending, lifting, stretching, stuff like that for hours. And behind the counter, we never had chairs. We were supposed to stand for those eight, nine hours. So whether it be eating, you know, a small sugary treat or drinking a caffeinated drink, you're going to burn those calories off instantly because we just never sat down. Even, even if we did sit down, it was only for a few minutes at a time. Speaking of that, Vices, that brings me up, before we talk, we bring up the topic that you want to talk about that's kind of stereotypical for most podcasters, but anyway. I feel attacked. Vices. Vices. As we can, like, talk about, like, what any of your current vices are, which is something that when you're super stressed, what do you want? It can be a food, drink, or a habit, whatever, but what is a vice that you rely on when you're over, when you're overstimulated, when you're stressed, if you're craving something? Like, what type of vices do you have right now? And, you know, are they different from maybe vices you had, like, five years ago? I would say five years ago, for example, one of my vices working at particular jobs or dealing with certain people is I would stress eat. You know, because you had that comfort in food. Because, obviously, food wouldn't talk back to you or yell at you or anything of the sort. So you stress eat apple fritters. Roller grill, nasty food, or fast food, something like that. Something easy, something temporary. Now, I've changed my whole different way of eating. I still eat kind of roughly here and there, but that's neither here nor there. So, what I do when I get overstimulated or stressed, I just go for a walk. With my job, I'm very lucky and very blessed that I don't have to deal with a lot of stressful situations. The very few ones I deal with, once I get done with it, I go for a walk. Or if something personal gets me or just life, I just go for a walk. You know, I tend not to put anything in my body anymore to compensate on what's going on in my life. I'm very lucky to lead a pretty stress-free life, knock on wood, at the moment. So nothing really gets me. Uh, when in doubt, I go for a walk or I take a nap. And the sooner the older you get to my age, you're like, I'm going to take a nap. I'm not going to deal with this right now. Probably strong advice for me is taking naps. If I don't have to work, I, I take on the weekends. I take naps. Um, I guess that's the first thing new is naps. Uh, As she yawns. <laughs> well, so for example, um, I have something that's called PCOS. It's a known condition that a lot of females have, and like look it up. I don't want to go into details with explaining it, but a lot of it is energy you're always tired and it's it's not depression it's an actual uh thing that happens and it, it affects your hormones and all this other stuff with with your body and so energy is a really big 
thing for me. It's a serious thing where I do feel tired a lot. So on the weekends, if I feel tired, if I want to sleep, my thing is I'm going to sleep today. I will wake up on a Tuesday morning and think just four more days until I can take a nap. (laughs) Because I can't sleep in. My dogs wake me up pretty fucking early. But then I know at some point in the day I can go back to sleep. And when I want to take a nap, I don't set alarms. Uh, And that can be a dangerous thing. Because sometimes I might sleep for 30 minutes. Sometimes I'll sleep for eight hours. For example, last Saturday, um, I lay down for a nap about five o'clock. My goal was, I'm just going to take like an hour or two nap. I woke up at 1230 at night. (laughs) And then I stayed up until five o'clock in the morning. And then on Sunday, I woke up at 10 a.m. My dogs actually blessed me and let me sleep in for the one time a year they let me. And I did not take a nap. As much as I really wanted to, I did not take a nap because I had to work Mondays. Oh, yeah. I, I Nap is my favorite. And she yawns ah. again, folks. <laughs> yeah, I yawn again. Naps are my favorite pastime. Uh, I don't result to drugs alcohols i don't drink my advice of mine used to be alcohol and i got distracted by my dog just appearing in the camera um i used to depend on alcohol being stressed just all the time just my first thing is i need something to drink i need something to drink and i think it's how i'm so prone to headaches all the time now and maybe with me just getting older and my body is my organs are like you fucked us over 10 years ago we're, we're done we're done we we quit we're going sabbatical and so i just don't really drink that much anymore but the few occasions uh, my birthday um new year's eve possibly i think yeah it's like once twice a year that i actually will put myself to the point that i get drunk mm. but even then i don't really get drunk i get a really good buzz but I stay hydrated. I'm drinking water constantly as I'm drinking because I don't want to get a hangover. I don't want the migraine. So I maintain a good buzz and it gets to the point that I'm like, okay, I'm stopping now because I know if I keep drinking, I'm going to feel like shit and I'm going to deal with a migraine for the next day or two. I don't want this. I don't need this. Whereas 10 years ago or even five years ago, Ashley would be like, let's keep going. Well, for me, It's kind of odd, and I don't want to come across like a holier-than-thou kind of guy, because I'm not. It's just that I don't really have devices other than, you know, taking a rest. And even when I had the tough, you know, the tough extreme jobs or mentally stressing jobs, I would still want to come home and get some rest. Or I still want to go outside and go for a nice walk, because I didn't want to punish my body like I have before. You know, working overnights or working for a... um, an outbound call center. I used to do that overnights for a call center for about almost two years. That was pretty much purgatory. And sitting on my duff for seven, eight hours on phones, it was horrendous. And I would look around and I'd see people around me snacking on foods and eating foods and drinking energy drinks. And I would sit there, you know, with the handheld video game system, my hands playing a game between phone calls. I just learned, I'm like, look, I can't put anything in my body because it's only gonna screw me up, make me more tired, make me more frustrated. So now, yeah, the only vice I have right now is my couch. My couch is my best friend. It's always there for me. It doesn't talk back, and I can, I can sleep on it for as long as I want to. And uh, couch. Oh, it loves me. I wash it occasionally, so so it's good. It's get your mind out of the gutter. But everything else is good. That's the only kind of vice that I have. And you, if you can see her face, folks, on camera, it's tremendous. Thank God this is a podcast, and you cannot see the reactions. It's wonderful. To be fair, to be fair, I actually did not think anything dirty until you said that. And I'm like, oh, there's the thought. Yep, there we go. It's only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. See, how I function is if you tell me not to do something or you specifically target me about something that's usually within my habits, a lot of times I'm actually very innocent and I won't even be thinking of something wrong or dangerous or I won't even be plotting to do any type of shenanigans until someone says something. And then I'm like, all right, I got to fuck shit up now. <laughs> or my brain automatically clicks in the gear. Of course. Two prime examples I have. Um, a year ago, I go every year I go to Megacon, 
with my friend Jeffrey. We're actually going ne uh, like next Sunday. And last year when we went, they was this display area of famous cars and movies. And one of them was the uh, Aston Martin and one of the James Bond films, which is, I guess it's what considered one of the most expensive cars in the world. Mm. And it's there, out in the open, not behind bulletproof glass and all this. And I'm like, okay, that's bold. You got people walking around with a bunch of shit and food and drinks and all takes on the trip and I'm just gonna knock into it. Someone can put a scratch in that. Um, so again, that was their choice. So it's just the simple little velvet rope going mm. around the cars and the vehicles. And I had no thoughts whatsoever because I'm not a car person. I don't give a fuck. It's it's something that's shiny. It has a color to it and it has four wheels. That's it. No big deal for me. And I'm sorry, my dogs are just. Oh uh, yes, I see them in the background uh, tussling a little bit. <laughs> and so they're distracting me when they're doing that. But anyway, he's talking to Jeffrey and I. He's just educating us about the vehicle and talking to us about all the stuff about it. In my head, elevator music is playing and whatever else can go on. And then I hear him turn around because there's people looking at another car next to it. <laughs> and I hear him tell them, please don't touch the vehicles. My brain clicked. I was like, now I got to fucking touch this thing. <laughs> and I bided my time. He, he returned talking to us and then he turned around to go talk to the other people. And I just happened to glance. No one was looking. And I touched the headlight of the Aston Martin used in the James Bond films. Life accomplishment. Just going to say that. I did it. I touched the headlight. And then just the other week, we went to St. Augustine to celebrate my husband's birthday just to do something, you know, without having to go far out of town or anything. Went to a little museum. I went to the gallery. It says, hey, don't touch the paintings. Well, there wasn't like a big bolt sign or anything. Walking in, again, no desire to do chaos. Nothing like that. Just go in, see pictures and paintings. And because I'm a history buff, I do enjoy these things. And I don't like to disrespect stuff. Um, this is until I look into a pamphlet. And the very first page is, don't touch. I'm like, now I gotta fucking do it. <laughs> and there's like a couple security guards in there too. And I'm, and like, I'm gonna fucking do it still. You have some condition. You, you, you and just... I made more of an effort of paying attention to these security guards and their movements more than the actual paintings themselves. And I waited till my right time. And then I had the opportunity and I touched the frame of a painting. And I was like, shouldn't have told me not to do it. Your poor, poor husband. <laughs> Your poor, poor husband. <laughs> He's actually learned. He has learned. Because when we go to stores, like on the weekends when we're off to go do a little light shopping... And I have the typical bad habit of I see really cute, really weird or some out of the ordinary type of mug or coffee cup. I want to buy it. And when he tells me, no, don't buy that. No, you can't buy that or anything like that. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to fucking buy it now. He has learned that if he just stays quiet when I'm like, ooh, look at this. Ooh. And I look at it. I debate about it. And then sometimes I'm like, uh, actually, no, I don't really have to have it. And he just stays quiet throughout the whole thing. He has, this man, this man's here, has <laughs> learned that when we are shopping to keep the mouth closed, mm. and he does not give an opinion unless I'm saying, how does this look on me? And that part, I will value his opinions. Like, he's a fashionista. But anyway, yeah. when it comes to just objects, coffee cups, and other things like that, he just stays quiet and then I make the decision most of the time the decision is I don't really need this right now but if he says anything I'm like I'm gonna fucking buy this because you told me not to I keep thinking of when you say not to touch something I keep thinking about finding Nemo you know ooh touch Ashley touched the butt, the butt. <laughs> not supposed to she touched the butt <sighs> this is why number 5623 why I like being by myself I don't have to worry about anything else like that because that would just drive me insane but I digress. I don't know where we're, I don't know where we were going with this. What not touching something? I wasn't sure where we we're going with this. But it all went back right. to. I'm like, 
It went back to Ashley touched the butt. So yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with that thing. Ashley uh, always gonna touch the butt. <laughs> but I have to. I have to celebrate something small before we get into our topic, of course, because this is what we do. Mm-hmm. I think a congratulations is in order. As you look at your dogs, make sure they're in line. That uh, yeah, well, if you see the corner, you can see one of them's like eyeballing me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're paying attention to them right now, so they're, they're turning and I'm looking not, at you. I'm not paying attention. I was pulling my hair back up. <laughs> And he wants to go out into the living room and go bug his dad, and I'm not getting up right now. And you're going to have to wait. <laughs> yes. I'm definitely seeing the, the tail wag. But a small celebration, a small little confetti gun, because I played Dead by Daylight with you guys, and I enjoyed myself. It took me forever to do so because life gets in the way, no excuses. And yes, I'm actually enjoying the game. I'm trying to get a little bit better at it. And, of course, I recommend everyone to play that damn game. It's definitely worth it. It's been, what, 14 bucks it is now? Or whatever the price is for the game. It's, it's a really simple, very, very easy game to play. So I'm trying to make more of an effort to play now that life isn't getting so crazy. It's finally slowing down where I have time to actually do something and enjoy life now. So you, you, you'd be proud of me. And... Uh, if Becky heard this, she'd be proud of me too. Granted, she still wants to hurt me and do bodily damage, but that's her way of saying she's proud of me. Hey, we are so proud of you, because let me tell you something. When I, What was it? Was it Friday night that you played for the first time with us? Yes. So, it was, I think it was the day before that Becky and I were talking and in our Dead by Daylight chat, and we have her other mutual friend, um, and she was part of the chat. And then Becky's like, why do we still have her if she has not t- talked at all, at all in this? She has not played the game or talked about getting the game anytime soon. And I said, yeah, we'll just remove her. If, if she ever comes back into appearance and wants to talk and wants to play the game, then yeah, we'll put her back in. And then Becky's like, I'm going to give Adrian two more opportunities before he gets removed from this chat. <laughs> and I was like, that, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. And then lo and behold, the next day you played. I was like, all right then. All it took was to let the universe know that we weren't fucking around anymore. And then Adrian's like, I'm going to play. And it was really fun. You, No one starts off perfect. Everyone starts off and they suck. And But each match, you're, you're learning the more you play. So, But it is fun, especially when you're playing with friends. It's not that fun when you're playing by yourself. If you're playing by yourself, it, it really just helps adapt your senses because you're really not relying on anyone to help you. It's really just mm. kind of a you thing. But when you're talking to other friends, like, you're, for one, you have communication on what's going on. Two, shenanigans and bullshittery. Of course, it's always a plus. And to pull back the curtain a little bit, I'll let you take a drink. To pull back the curtain a little bit, I am going on three hours of sleep. And, you know, I had to do a whole lot of things. Um, you know, yesterday, you know, picking up family from the airport, blah, blah, blah. And just three hours of sleep. And I told myself today, I'm going to come home. I'm going to record. I'm going to go to bed. But I'm like, no, I'm going to stop. I'm going to record. I'm going to hold up my end of the deal. I'm going to play. Because oddly enough, I have decent energy. I may look tired as hell, but I actually have the energy to actually play a couple of rounds before I pass out. And tomorrow I'm doing some more things, but I may have time tomorrow to play again. And uh, I have a full week ahead of me, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, the game is fun, it's entertaining, it's not that difficult, you don't really have to think a whole lot, and, you know, it's, it's a nice little, nice little release from, uh, from, from the day-to-day life. So you are right, it is a good stress reliever. So, you know, so definitely give you kudos for that. Until the next game, you're going to, you know, ask me or force me to, to download or something like Harry Potter or uh, another game coming out soon. Uh to play the Harry Potter game, especially when you just started learning and watching the movies. Um, there's not really another t- two-player game or a team g- game I can think of that I want you to play, because a lot of the other games I want to play that involves other people, they're, it's more consistent. Like, you're on the same save file, so you can't really continue unless everyone that's part of it is playing. And... To be honest, we're not all that consistent. For the most part, Monday through Friday, there's usually three to four days we play. Uh, Friday nights and Saturday nights, for the most part, Becky and I play. Uh, definitely. So, that that's but Dead by Daylight is, you can just keep playing. It's online. 
there's no save points. That's just you play matches and then you log off and that's it. So that one's pretty easy. There's not really any other game. The next game that's coming out a month from today has the next Star Wars game, and that one's going to occupy my life because I've already played through and beat Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. And I still play it when, you know, just to do some downtime. Because it's still fun. I, I'm playing a second save file just to, you know, to have fun with it. And, but man, that Star Wars game, when it drops, fair enough. I'm going to have to find a couple fair of uh, co-hosts for a couple of shows, you know, just in case. Okay. I. I have people lined up already just in case because I'm waiting for that to happen. Well, you got Dakota. He's always down for doing another show. Yes, and I will try to con uh, Bex into doing a couple of shows with me also. I have some other people to do a show. I have Kevin from uh, the podcast uh, Cereal and Beer to come in. You know, I'd like to stand in also just in case. So he'll be I know. You've been posting a lot with him lately. Are you trying to replace me? Really? You just finally bringing this up now? No, I'm not trying to replace you. He has his own thing. And like I said, he's I had him twice on the experience. But no, he's a great host of his own show. So I no. feel like you're auditioning, you're auditioning to find my replacement. It took, me, it took I... me years to get you back here. So I'm not going to, you know, scooch off to the side yet anytime soon. So I think you're safe. Well, maybe you're regretting your decision. And by the way, we're like, oh, I'm surprised you're finding you're finally bringing this up now. I'll have you know, sir, I'm stupid and I don't pay attention <laughs> until you bring up said topic. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, we hate this. <laughs> no, no, you're not being replaced. Uh, and of course, it's time for me to blow the proverbial smoke up your bum and say, yes, you're an integral part of this show because without you, know. there is no out of context podcast. We had a couple of people standing in, but it's not the same. I don't believe you. And one of these days, we're going to do a podcast where your friend is going to be a guest on here because it seems like it's my friends that are put on as guests here. And you don't bring anyone to contribute, which, another thing, I should get, I should be getting paid more than you. And um, he's going to be on here, and it's going to be like the whole entire sibling or the stepbrothers thing. It's like, I'm not going to call him dad. Even <laughs> Even if he can light things on fire, I'm not going to call him dad. Or no, no, even if he's on fire, I'm not going to call him dad. Like, actually, you're not, you don't have to, I'm not going to do it. Even if, I don't care, I'm not going to call him dad. And he's going to start getting on the show. I'm like, I'm not calling you dad. He's like, a, 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 oh, okay, I, and you're going to just tell him, like, this is what I was warning you about. There's he, not <laughs> enough warning to provide him. He's a nice guy. He will contribute very well. But once again... This is our show. This is our show. Is is you and I show. Even though, even though Big Time Bex and I had the most downloads within a matter of a day. I'm not too sure how that happened, but I'm. You know, that's a pretty impressive feat. But the show is still yours, and don't get mad at me. Get mad at her, because I mean she did a tremendous job. I'm not gonna get mad at her. You're the one that's bringing that up to me right now, and let me tell you, the <laughs> urge I had to disconnect. Like I'm, I'm happy for that. You know, that, that's fine. Uh, people like a little bit of spice. People like that different. So someone stepped in for me, and I was behind. I was still part of the podcast. I was just behind the scenes, so I still contributed, especially to the last part of mm-hmm. it. You did. Because you guys were talking to me, so that was still technically my episode. Just saying. Just saying. Uh-huh. I know. It's, it, I think that's cool. I think it's cool. Uh, Becky not having experience with podcasts besides being on the show with us, and same thing with Dakota, and Jeffrey and a few other people. So I think it's a cool thing. And I think that was really neat for something to happen for Becky. So I'm not hating on that. But again, with your friend, I'm not calling him dead. You will grow to like him. You'll grow to like I'm him. He's a good guy. Him. He will push you on the swing. He will buy you ice cream, treat you with candy. And he will call you by your first name in a very loving and endearing type of way. He will make a very, very great. I would street walkers. And I'm not calling them dad either. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, he will treat you like a daughter, so it's perfectly fine. He's a great guy. Don't worry about that. He will pick yeah. you up and tour you around. He will tie your shoe. He's a great role model. I think you'll like him. Give him a chance. Nope. Give him a chance. Nope. I refuse. I refuse. Don't be difficult. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scream stranger danger. Come near <laughs> me. Come near me to try to tie my shoes. And see, we have to make it bad before we get to the next topic. I'm going to say, no, he's not going to touch you in your no-no spot. So don't worry. He's a great guy. He's not going to try to hug you. No, no, don't touch me there. This is my no-no square. Every time I... 
Every time I'm around you and Becky, you guys do that. that that's a wonderful thing. And, of course, our, our listeners go back and listen to that. When, they, when they're streaming their game, they always sing that lovely song. <sighs> now, 30 minutes in, <laughs> I wanted to go over a couple of things with you before we talk about anything else. This kind of caught my attention because, you know, my fascination with serial killers and whatnot. Um, you see, once again, folks, if we had a camera, you can see her eye roll. She's looking at her brain right now, how far she's, her, her eyes are rolling back in her head. So, like, the reason why my eyes rolled, okay, is there is the fascination of serial killers. I, myself, am one of those people that I watch documentaries, I read about it, all, all that stuff. I'm all for it. But my thing is, it's such a stereotypical thing for podcasts to talk about serial killers. And so that's what rolled my eyes, like, oh, God, if we're doing another bit about serial killers. Well, it's not necessarily but, a bit. It's just simple one-liners. Obviously, we can go on about hours about everything. We, we, did, we did it before. We talked about serial killers before. And, of course, you're right. Everybody and their grandmother talks about it. But I try to keep it simple. I try to keep it brief. And this just caught my attention. It's a small little blurb, right? You know, take this ride with me. Buckle up. All it is is just last, you know, just the last words of serial killers on their deathbed. I found it quite, quite entertaining because you don't think about what your last words are going to be. And so now I dip into this, you know, the, the, the psychology of it, you know, when someone like Eileen Warnos, wow, your screen is bright. Uh, well, Eileen Warnos, what her last words were versus John Wayne Gacy's or Ted Bundy's. So, for example, Dahmer's last words before he got, you know, fried uh, was, I don't care if, if I live or die, go ahead and kill me. That's pretty simple, pretty basic. Ted Bundy's was kind of funny. He says, I'd rather be fishing before he died. You know, so I find these things a little bit entertaining, and I see your fidget spinner. And is everything wor- <clears throat> everything working on your side, or did you mute me? No, no, I didn't mute you. Um, I was adjusting the volume in my headset. Okay, if I'm too loud, let me know. No, no, you're fine. Because sometimes the volume it goes up and down a oh. little. So every time, every now and then, it just adjusts it. It's not a big deal. So I'll just go over just a few, and then we'll go back to our normal tomfoolery and shenanigans. Now. John Wayne Gacy, when he died in 1994, his final words were, kiss my ass. And I found that kind of entertaining. You know, um, in 1928, a serial killer, uh, George Apple, A-P-P-E-L, when he was uh, sentenced to death in 1928, his last words were, well, gentlemen, you're about to see, you're about to see a baked apple because they were going to fry him. And so little things like that here and there are just, you know, like, you know, make me laugh a little bit. You know, versus uh, Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bombing in 1995 when he was put to death, he said, I'm the master of my own fate. I'm the captain of my soul. Which, I'm like, wow, that's pretty deep and meaningless, but okay. You know, and of course, finally, James French, when he passed away in 1966, his final words were, how is this for a headline? French fries. And then they killed him. So my word to you is, my question to you is, what would be Ashley's last words on her deathbed? See, it all goes around in a circle. I think it would be the context of it. Um, I just wouldn't really think of what my last words would be. Because, I mean, it could be now. It could be many years later. Uh, I think it has to depend on the situation. Will I be silly goofy and say something, um, you know, really funny? Maybe. That would be awesome me to do something uh, i could be saying something really stupid and then i die in a car accident or some kind of accident and the last thing i said was chocolate thunder um that would be interesting it could be maybe who i'm talking to in the moment and i know it's my dying words and it might be something more sincere so i i, I don't really know it's more of again the situation i feel like because I have rehearsed it and I have written it out several times because depression and issues is suicide note. I know exactly how that would be written out and how I would want things to be said to certain people. But so famous last words, not really. You you know my brain. Um, our listeners at this point know that just a bunch of random shit comes out. So who knows? I would hope it'd be something really badass and funny and weird and make people think what did she mean and I really just meant nothing I just wanted you to think about the rest of your life and it really just meant nothing well I mean you know I'm, you know, on your deathbed or you're about to be electrocuted or put to death I mean you'll say something like butt nuggets or murder donor <laughs> or 
you know, you know, and then after they fry you, they're like, what, is, what does she mean, butt nuggets? You know, they go to deep butt dive nuggets. many years later on podcasts and documentaries about, you know, Ashley Majestic and her final words are butt nugget. And we finally discovered what she meant by that. And it'd be something totally different. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think that'd be very interesting. Yeah, if I was put in a chair, it'd kind of be like, I regret nothing. Yeah, you could probably I do that. Yeah. I mean, because if I got put there in that situation, I better not regret anything. It's like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there strong. Well, I mean, me I, other I would always say that. I mean, I mean, me other than crying and probably pissing myself, um, I mean, I'll have to say something stupid. You know, I would have to say something stupid, like the butt nuggets or something like that, because I really can't think of anything profound to say. You know, I would just I have to say something really stupid, you know. Shrek is love, Shrek is life. You would probably say that. And once again, years <laughs> later, you know, they'll delve into her life and what she did. And, you know, 20 years later, we now understand what that means. We found it on a YouTube video. So it just meant nothing. So. I still love that night for my birthday a couple years ago. Just broke away from my party, from everyone else that was there, to put bring you into my side room to have you watch all four videos of Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life. And just to watch your face turn into horrified expressions throughout the thing was was amazing. And we can picture detectives and historians looking at that with the same look on my face. Now, once again, listeners, look up Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life on YouTube, and you can have your own judgment and look at the faces as you watch it with friends and family, mainly for the kiddos. It is for the kids. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, so my last words may be that. Or just like Thomas Grasso, when he was put to death in 1995, he said, and I quote, I did not get my SpaghettiOs. I want the press to know this. He wanted SpaghettiOs. The most silliest of things that help. And I know you're thinking about that. As you're thinking about that, I'm trying to think of what my final words would be. Other than, you know, the sentimental love family, blah, 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 blah. I would think of something just idiotic like, ooh, my butt itches, you know, and then no, and then I die. I'm thinking of, okay, what if someone that's being put to death and their last name is Diamond, or it could be a stripper that was named Diamond, whatever, mm. but they have, they have the name associated with Diamond. And someone asks them, what are your last words? And they say, that's a lot of pressure. I can't end the show already, so I'm just going to just... <laughs> Let that hang. I'm going to just let that hang for a couple seconds. <laughs> oh, man. That's... See, she's cracking her own self up. Now... Oh, man. Ashley, you're a genius. Oh, the, the modesty is amazing. Now, see, I see one here that I had to, I had to quote for you. A really, really bad one. So we're going to bounce back and forth once again. It says, and I quote, I only seem to get, I only seem to get sick on, when, on weekdays. I must have a weakened immune system. Wow, really? Uh, you, no, no, no. You cut off in sounds there. I, I didn't hear you. Really? Okay, so I'll say it one more time. Not for you. It said, I seem to only get sick on weekdays. I must have a weekend immune system. Uh-huh. That's so weird. So, okay, again, I heard you end with, I must have a weakened immune system, which, haha, very funny. But then you'll say something else after that, and I don't hear it. You went silent. Oh, I mean, I can hear just fine, and everybody's picking up on it just fine, or unless you're messing with me, like you was no, earlier. No, I actually promise you, I promise <laughs> you, I'm not messing with you this time. That's what I'm so baffled about, is the first time you did this, and I, I didn't comprehend what you were saying, is because I was watching, you were still talking, but it was silent. And then I hear you the second time, and I hear exactly what you said the first time, and then, you know, say, weakened state. And then I hear that, and then you say a few more words. I see your mouth moving, but no sounds. And I'm like, and then the whole entire, the rest of it just goes, goes away. But, listeners, what he is referring to, um, you know, about, you know, just joshing around, all that fun stuff is before we were recording, there was some sound issues. And at first it was legit. It was very legit. Mm -hmm. um, Adrian 
I wasn't able to hear him talk. Well, at first, it originally started with me. Um, I had some rewiring done around my my desk, and the mic that I normally will record a podcast with, where my sound quality is so much better, it wasn't working. So I gave up, and I switched back to my headset, and that's why I sound like trash, uh, and the quality's not that great. And so, initially, Adrian couldn't hear me. Then we switched, and I made comments about his video quality, and he did something, and then I couldn't hear him. And that, that was it, just couldn't hear him. And then I was replying to a message to somebody when he came back and he said, can you hear me? And nine times out of 10, I always respond with him by, to, to him by saying no, because clearly it's a joke. And he's like, oh, and then immediately he's like, oh, darn it, what is going on? And I'm like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with this. Yes, and <laughs> ride with it you did. <laughs> I See, this is a love I get on the Out of Context podcast. You would think that we get along so well. But you must realize, my dear listeners, that she does not like me, so she continues to mess with me, especially when she gets together with her best friend. They have a field day messing with me. And now with the addition of Dakota, oh yes, it's a field day. But it's okay. It's, you know, it's a price I pay for everyone's, inter- for everyone's entertainment and enjoyment of this lovely show. The things I do yeah. to keep you happy. Oh yeah, I mean, we were now playing with my fidget spinner. And see, she People just... be aware. People be aware. I have a fit. So at work, I was awarded this fidget spinner that's tie-dye. And it has little poppets. Because I have ADHD and other brain injury type stuff with thought process. And I get distracted very easily. So what I need to do to focus is I need to fidget with something. So I can focus on what Adrian is telling me. Because if I'm not fidgeting with something my brain is going to go all over the map. So if my if I'm concentrating on one thing, I can still listen. And so the entire time while he's talking, I am like fidgeting with the little poppets and I'm like doing the little <laughs> spinny spins and I'm paying attention to Adrian. But if I stop, I don't give a fuck what Adrian's saying because I don't know. I'm thinking about chickens. Why am I thinking about chickens? I don't know. They go buck and they actually really are cute and they have little feathers and they have like, a little go. chubby body and they make butt nuggets but why they're so cute you just pick them up and they just go Err. like their necks just go up and down up down up and down too bad my listeners cannot see the video of this of her pantomiming her picking up a chicken and putting it down up and down so many things can be said about this but we're not going to touch this folks we're going to blame this on being tired because both of us are insanely tired and we get loopy and say the most wacky things. But oddly enough, this has been the Not most... on you. I'm not tired. That's just me. Uh-huh. This, this has been the most... Uh, right now. This has been the most consistent podcast we've done in a very, very long time. With minimal because interruptions. I'm always tired. <laughs> I'm not tired. I actually got a solid eight hours of sleep last night. And I actually... I didn't even drink an energy drink today. And I think this is like my high of being tired before I actually get tired. And yeah, so this is, this is full me. This is all organic actually going on right now. The nights where it's kind of, we're talking about the more serious stuff and we're just kind of solemn and straight. That's when we're both exhausted and we really don't want to record a podcast, but we have to. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because we go into it with certain topics at hand, but we just go off the board here. And speaking of off the board here... What does a baby's computer call its father? A baby's computer calls its father? Mm-hmm. What? Da- data. Now you know how I feel when you tell me your dad jokes at the end of the show. You are so but welcome. I love dad You are jokes. so welcome. The pause is mostly because I'm, I'm frustrated myself for not thinking of that, <laughs> that answer. I'm disappointed myself for not coming up with it. Because a part of me is like C-3PO, and I'm like, no, that's not it. That's a Star Wars reference. It's not a computer reference, for the most part. Uh, then I started thinking calculator. I was like, no, that's reverse. Calculators are basically babies because they're <laughs> tiny, and they have all the little clicky-clackies. So my brain was quickly coming up with something. I was like, nope. And then when you said data, I'm like... <laughs> and I have to ask, and I have to, once again, I'm going to pull back the curtain here a little bit. We just started... Uh, well, I just started showing my face on camera when it comes to doing uh, these shows now. Because, once again, I'm not a big proponent of showing my face, but we talked about that before. Now, now that I'm looking at you on camera, you seem to be more comfortable than ever doing shows like this now. 
because before we couldn't talk about a whole lot because you didn't know what to say or how the flow of the podcast would go. So now we're seeing each other on camera. You seem just to be a natural at this. I mean, what do you think really changed? I've told you it's the more organic because I can see your reactions. I can see how you're reacting to what I'm saying, to what I'm doing, just like when we first originally were doing a podcast to each other, because I feed off of the reaction. So when I can't see your facial expression or the times you'll mute yourself because you want to laugh, which I tell you to don't do that. And so I don't really know how to gauge the conversation or to keep it going or how it's going. But now the fact that I can see you, it just... I get that's why the flow is better because I actually feel like I'm because I'm looking at you and I am talking to you. I'm not talking to just some random voice like the one in my head. And yeah, it works better. One voice singular, not not really multiple or just. Well, no, they take turns. Okay, sweet. Okay, different personalities are for different ones. Yeah, okay. they have they have shifts. They we've come to a scheduling conclusion, and it works out. Oh, even better. Now, <clears throat> why is it so cheap to throw a party at a haunted house? Because the ghost why? brings all the booze. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all weekend, folks. You know what? You know what? Since you're cracking out dad jokes, at the end of this episode, you're going to crank out a dad joke. So in other words, you don't have one prepared. No, I do. But if you're, if you're taking this train, we're going to change it up. You do the dad joke at the end. Well, then if that's the case, then you have, to write the synop- you have to write the synopsis for this one. No, fuck you. You're not getting out of that <laughs> Your dad jokes are better at the end of the show because of your delivery. Oh, yeah. my God. So, so, okay. we, so we, we, we have to do that. Find your way to Weasel or something. At least, I'm, at least I'm really, at least I'm writing up a synopsis, you know, for, for, this, for this week's episode. Yeah, of course you're writing the synopsis. I should be relieved. No, because it's your fucking turn. This is no longer on my show because when this used to be a, you know, Ashley, you know, the root of all Ashley, you put the whole thing as, it's your show. It's your podcast. Yes. You have to write the synopsis. Motherfucker, this is an our podcast. We do this in shifts. We are about fairness and it's your fucking turn. Don't make it seem like it's a, your gift from God writing the synopsis today. It's your fucking turn. Hey, you've been gone for years. You came back, so I gave you your own show. Your own platform. It's all you. So it's no problem. That's why we named it the Root of All Ashley. It, it worked out so much. We white synopsis, and that's the reason why you did it. We oh. have come to the conclusion, folks. It was not his generosity or anything like that. He just got tired of writing shit, and he's like, I figured it out. I'm going to bring somebody back. Make it her think it's about her. Make her write all the shit. I'm going to say that was my charity work for you. Now, I'm lazy, but not that lazy. I'm going to bring you back after all these years to go, oh, she needs to write something. It's great. It's perfect. That's the perfect plan. I would do that shit, too. I got tired of writing synopsis. I'm like, I need to bring someone in that can do this for me. There oh, well, you go. Now, Good point, we... but I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. No, I, I disagree to disagree to your disagree. But I disagree. So even better, I win. Anyhow. So, but before we put a cap on the show, I have to let you know, you probably saw this on your timeline, that we have uh, just now published 300 episodes of this show, of the whole entire, you know, Walk Race Experience podcast. We, we published 300 shows. So what, so what do you think about that? I mean, you've been with us for a fourth of it, but you made a greater impact on the whole time you've been here. I mean, huzzah. That's pretty cool. Um, I, it's, re- it's really nice. I like where we're going with this. I, I, I went to dinner with a couple of my old coworkers last week and they were asking about it because they see you occasionally will, pa- will tag me on Facebook because our, some of our podcasts are a little racing, you know, a little, a little extreme. And those ones, I don't want to be naturally advertised on my Facebook where I have a lot of people that I currently work with. Uh, that are also in higher positions to see. But now they listen to the podcast and they listen to other shows, I can't be in control of that. So it would be my luck that the first time they want to listen to a show, to one of our episodes and they click on the race one. I'm like, you know, I could have a job while I had it. But at the same time, the majority of the people that work with me would not be surprised either because they know me. Um, I'm very organic with who I am. I don't hide that. I'm a very good worker. But I'm also very silly goofy, and everyone is aware of that. So it's a good balance. But, uh, but yeah, 
I like it. I like that we're slowly, you know, or doing more. I, I kind of wish that it would be like we could change the name. We're no, we're still out of context. But you have the Walker AC presents, and that is the actual official podcast channel. And then you bring in different types of topics. And I feel like because with most podcasters, the name of the title of the show entirely is the name of the, of the podcast itself. And you can put logos like, you know, it's the Walker AC Productions. And that can be, that can lose more to a background. And then you start putting out your own series. Mm. Like this, this series is out of context. This series is casting couch potatoes. This series is um, people that I'd rather record than with Ashley. And... <laughs> Like, it, you kind of go and brand it out a little bit where you have different avenues so different people are listening and you can do different plugs and you can kind of connect like, hey, if you like listening to this show, you should listen to the other one that is a product, that is a product of the Walker AC experience and click on the link below. We have our other shows advertised here where you can go listen to them. And I feel like that can expand it more and us grow and eventually take over the world. Well, I'm going for growth, but taking over the world, that's kind of a lofty thing, but I love your aspirations. That's got to be the goal. That's got to be the goal, man. Okay, well, the good thing is the website is changing in a couple of days, so you've been reading my mind. So stay tuned. The website is going to be a whole new overhaul. And so to where mm-hmm. you can click on the Out of Context or click on Old Shows or click on the Casting Potato Couch. What, uh, what is it called? Casting Couch Potatoes. Now that Which is, is an unofficial show uh, that's still in the works due to scheduling conflicts. But Casting Couch Potatoes is coming to a podcast near you. Starring yourself and... Whoever the fuck I want. I was going to say the first episode could be you and Becky. Well, it's going to be the majority centered around Becky and I, of course. But, <laughs> of yeah. course. It's going to be like another silly, goofy type of show. But Casting Couch Potatoes, because that's what the name I wanted for this show. And I was outvoted. You were not outvoted. You loved the Out of Context podcast because I because of strong meaning you were behind the casting it. Casting Couch Potatoes. I will still stand by that. I really wish this could be renamed to Casting Couch Potatoes. But well, we have changed our name so many times. <laughs> I don't want to keep doing it. But Out of Context is like Casting Couch Potatoes. That's that's more of a vibe. People will be like, "Ooh, that's that's weird. That's kinky. I want to listen to it." Well, that will that will be your own special show. I will produce it, but that'll be your show that you can have Dakota, you can have Bex, you can have anyone you want on it. I'll just produce it. So that should be no problem. And that'll be your own little special Again, thing. Scheduling conflicts, but eventually we will get that put together. Um and yeah. Can't wait. Well maybe can't wait. maybe we can do two shows a week. Who knows? But we we shall see. Oh god. <laughs> Okay. Because you're, you know, because we're old and tired enough as it is, doing two shows is going to be strenuous. That or doing two two shows in one night, maybe I could do that. But man, I I enjoy my lazy nights. Two, two shows in one night plus Dead by Daylight, or you know your new game, and oh yeah, this will be something something entertaining. But once again, as you as as you as stay to your listeners, stay tuned. It's going to be interesting to see what's coming up. So as this show comes to a close. Of course, like we always say, we'd like to thank everyone for listening to the Out of Context podcast featuring myself and Ashley Majestic. Please reach out to us. Subscribe, like, spin your fidget spinner on uh, walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. And of course, find us on 22 free platforms, whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Player.fm, Google you know, everything in between, anything you search, search the Walker AC experience. Give us a thumbs up. Get those algorithms going. If you're looking for a good show, just unplug your brain. Have a good old time. Listen to us. The millions and millions of podcasts, shows that are out there. Give us a shot. We will uh, definitely appreciate it because without you, there's no us. So enough of the uh, blowing smoke. Where can they find you if they wish to speak with you, my dear Majestic? You can find me on Instagram as Majestic Nerd Lady, and I will be having another social media account slash platform coming out soon. Uh, I 
have a passion for cooking and doing food and stuff and I want to expand that with social media and so I am working on that but that's for a later show that we're going to talk about and but yeah Majestic Nerd Lady on the Instagram so that's where you can find me sweet once again you know where to find us as always when to email us who does email anymore slacking majestically01 yahoo.com that's slacking majestically01 yahoo.com as always stay tuned folks we have so much stuff in the works but obviously we keep everything to our chest because we don't want to brag about some great big thing and have it not happen and we'll be sitting here looking like morons like we pretty much normally do every week so it's a great thing so as we say goodbye to everyone i will lay back i'll be quiet and i will let ashley get the final word <laughs> okay i actually have a really good business idea do you think if you run a boating business in an attic the sales will go through the roof. Now she can see my face as I put my head in my hands. <laughs> good night, everyone. <laughs> oh, good night. <laughs>